Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, totally fine, baby. How can I see you yeah. through my tears? tears? Please tell me. I lost it. Hi. Hi. This is Queer Movie Night. Night. I'm Deb. And I'm Peyton. And this week we're doing ooh, a movie that I love and that Peyton hates. <laughs> Controversial episode, baby. <laughs> We're gonna I'm fight, think, baby. No. twice. Um, last minute. Yeah, this is Deborah's pick. Uh, what what and are Peyton we? Does not like it. <laughs> it's true. I'm so so sorry. That's okay. Um, this day, I feel like it'd be a fan fave, though. I feel like maybe through for theater kids. I don't know. I feel like it missed me. Like I should have watched it in high school, and maybe yes, I would have liked should've. it. Yes, he should have. <laughs> <laughs> have we had a movie yet where we felt this? This different? I don't yeah. think so, no. Wow. So this is a first time. Yeah. Um, it's exciting. Yeah, actually. it is exciting. I'm ready to argue my point, and I'm yeah. just going <laughs> to... Right back at you, bitch. Um, right back at you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be fucking eviscerated, okay? <laughs> um, well, I'll just say, start with... Uh, my experience of the movie and then mm-hmm. i want to hear yours okay um i know that you actually have a very personal connection to this film um from our discussions before but uh my first uh viewing of this movie was in college which was, i would say is four or five years too late um yeah and my ex-boyfriend uh showed it to me um and i've i've could have sworn that I only saw the first half, but after rewatching it, I realized that I had seen the whole movie. Um, and I did not enjoy it. I did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> it made me very mad. And even rewatching it now, I was literally yelling at the screen. So it was no better now when you watched no, I it. I would say it was better now because it, I had, I could, watch it i could be removed from it in a way because like my boyfriend wasn't like watching me to see if i liked it oh. and also and also i sort of i could appreciate like how fun it was because it was bad mm-hmm. so I, I think it's a great movie to watch like in a group of people like i think it would be a great like theater kid movie to watch with a group of people um, and sort of like make fun of bits and pieces of it and just like re- just like talk about like how ridiculous some of it is um i don't want to get too much into my thoughts on it before we do your connection but yeah i just think i did enjoy it more this time and i was actually able to sit down and watch it mostly twice the second time i fast forward through some of it because i was short i can't time. believe you watched it twice and I'm, I'm very dedicated to our podcast. I know. <laughs> but even a movie that you don't like this yeah. much, you watch twice. <laughs> Everybody, Peyton Lynch, my God. 
take you really took one for the team there. <laughs> um Okay, so what you just mentioned is exactly my experience with it. The first time I watched it was in a large group of theater kids in high school. I think that's the perfect forum for watching it, especially the first time. I wish that that had been my experience. I remember it was the same night that I also watched Clue for the first time (gasps) with a group of theater kids. Um, But I think my relationship with camp reminds me of high school because it was like, all of our favorite movie mm-hmm. when our like musical theater class went to New York city, we watched it on the, on the like Greyhound bus on the way. Cause everybody loved it and everybody was obsessed with it. But I think if I'm going to dig deep, I think it was like the first thing that made me, um, kind of step outside of like what I thought my life would or should be mm-hmm. so when i i mean i've talked about it before i had like mm-hmm. a very strict christian upbringing and i didn't really find myself or figure out my sexuality or figure out you know how it was how it is that i feel about the world and mm-hmm. god and all that stuff um it took becoming a part of the theater community of my high yeah. school because like i was like the reject kids and all the bad kids but if I wouldn't have gotten involved in that community, I don't know if I would have like figured out that like I didn't want the life that my parents wanted for me mm-hmm. and that I had my own thoughts about things and I felt differently and it was okay for me to feel differently. It's kind of like the whole glee idea, you know? Yeah. The misfit kids, yeah. we don't have to do with our, what our parents say we have to do. We're okay being strange. Um, <laughs> that was so annoying. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I'm so glad that you had that experience. Yeah. So I think I think the movie represents that. Yeah. Is it a great movie? No. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's a cult classic. Yeah. Either, I was just reading, because Anna Kendrick is in it. Baby Anna Kendrick, everybody. Yeah. Um, and I was just reading today that she, when she talks about it now, she did say, like, people either have never heard of it or have told me that the movie changed their life. Wow. And I think it was, like, for teenagers at the time. It came out in 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, I was 13. Yeah. I think I watched it when I was 15. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And, if like, I'd these people are 13, unapologetically sure. gay. And, like, yeah. follow and theater is their passion. Yeah. And they don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I think it just opened my eyes yeah. to um, something that I didn't realize was out there. And amongst, like, and, like, watching it for the first time, like, with my friends. Yeah. And just, like, everybody connecting so hard to it. So this movie will forever remind me of high school in a a good way. That's good. I'm really glad. Yeah. Um, It's also my Wake and Bake movie. (laughs) Sometimes in a blue moon. I bet that's a great one to watch I used to do this way way more in college, but... um, not watch i said i I used to smoke weed early in the morning way more in college but if i ever do that i'll either watch pineapple express or camp (laughs) and then fall back asleep to it (laughs) i've never seen pineapple express it's i mean if you like if you like seth rogan Uh and you like the like seth rogan james james franco's trash but um I think Seth Rogen's really funny mm-hmm. and the movie is pretty funny. It's a great, it's just a great smoking. It's all about weed, mm-hmm. the whole thing. So yeah. those are my, if for people who were ever curious what I watch when I'm 
get high in the morning. <laughs> I truly haven't done that in a long time. I'm making it sound like I just did this. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, just to, um, so I'm going to sort of start by giving like a quick summary. We're, I'm going to, we're trying to distance ourselves from the full breakdown that we usually do. Cause I'm tired of listening to my own voice when I listen back to the podcast. I'm not, <laughs> I do a fraction of the work then. <laughs> Um, but this one's actually easy to do that because there's not really a strong plot uh, no. in the movie. Um, it follows uh, three different characters, sort of a love triangle type of deal, um, with uh, our lovely straight character, Vlad. Oh, Vlad. Uh, Daniel my- Letterly. <laughs> That's his name. Ellen. Yeah, you know him, right? I don't know him. But you know, he's like from your hometown he or something? He lives in my hometown now. Oh, and, he lives there now. Oh, my God. When all of us girls in high school found that out, we were like, fuck, add him on Facebook. But I think, I don't think things went super well. Yeah. My friend so, Michael said that he, like, started balding and, like, was not yeah. cute anymore. Which don't I didn't think he was him. that don't cute in general. I think he's very charming in this movie. I think you're wrong. Well, that's fine. <laughs> that's what we're here for. I find him charming in the movie. I could see, well, I could see why gay, why a straight girl and a gay and a gay boy at a at an enclosed theater camp, all figuring out their sexualities, all horny as fuck over the course of a summer. Why you would like pine after this straight boy? Okay, I could see why. Yeah, uh, you really don't think so? If you were in the same situation. <sighs> I mean, I've made one. some bad decisions, Deborah. Whoa. I've I made well, some bad decisions in my life. I'm sure you and have. And I cannot say I cannot say with absolute certainty that I would not be in a Michael situation. I was going to say movie. it's easy to I think I to identify like Michael's thing with him because yeah. Vlad is so fucking flirty. He is, yeah. And he really, which is part of the reason why I dislike him. I know. I don't <laughs> think he's supposed to be well liked though, Pete. That's the thing is that it's very strangely written where he is the villain and yet also the hero of the story (laughs) because he manipulates everyone in the movie, but then he also is the one that inadvertently saves the camp and then he's never punished for what he does and everyone forgives him at the end. Maybe because they're like, he's just so cute and yeah, talented. Exactly. And I fucking hate it. And like literally in the first sequence of like auditions for the camp, he plays guitar, like some basic Grace ass song. Lady. Yeah, yeah. And then all of the audition auditors are like, oh my God, a straight boy. And it's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like you're running a fucking theater camp. Like get the fuck over yourself. Like, I fucking hate it. And I feel like maybe, like, that's partially, like, a commentary on, like, in the theater world. Like, like in high school when, like, the one football player is, like, in the the musical. But it's also, like, infuriating to me. Um, I'm so sorry. No, you're okay. But could you see why a bunch of teenagers would easily forgive him? I I, like, as viewers. Like, I definitely... Oh, as viewers, like, watching the movie? Yeah. No. Not a, a bunch of straight girls, fifteen and sixteen years well, old. Well, straight girls, maybe. Everyone I was I don't around know, was, but also mostly like mostly straight, but also like to say they were confused, but because uh, we were theater kids. Uh, I was a I, closet case. Uh, I don't. <laughs> he 
He's so manipulative. He really is. It it gets ridiculous. Okay, so I didn't walk away from this movie, especially in real time. Yeah. I wasn't like, oh my God, Vlad is so hot. Yeah. It was never one of those situations. Yeah. I was very aware that he was so shitty, especially, sorry, like, as no. a, for jumping. No, it's okay. Um, when he, like, kisses... Um, D. Yes, when he kisses D. So, so I this, remember being this like, "This is one of the, the most fuck? infuriating storylines." So, first of all, he has some fascination with like not understanding why Michael is gay. He's like, "You haven't even tried to sleep with a girl," and like he keeps like saying, "Like, oh, are you sure? Are you sure?" Like, shut the fuck up. It was funny though when Vlad is like. Have you ever, like, considered dabbling in heterosexuality or something? And then Michael goes, what, like, sleeping with a straight guy? Yeah. <laughs> no? Why? It's very funny. Um, yeah, there's some funny, like, Disney Channel original movie jokes in this movie. Um, Damn. You know what? That would I would take that as, like, that's a slap in the face, but I know for a fact that you love those movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually a compliment. Um, and... Literally, he influences Michael to sleep with a girl, D, who's... Another thing I want to say is that, like, there's so many amazingly talented black people in this movie, and none of them are a main character. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael's, like, mixed, but he's, like, the least, like, utilized main character in the movie. We get way too much of Ellen. Yeah. And not well, Ellen DeGeneres I like people. Ellen, and I wish that there was more about Michael and Ellen's friendship. Like, the one scene yeah. where Ellen gets bullied and then Vlad comes after her, I was like, that 100% should have been Michael that came after her and, like, tried to make her feel better. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, so he influences Michael to sleep with D, and then when he finds out that Michael sleeps with D, he, like, gets jealous and then, like, goes after her and then starts making out with her. Like, no... Thank you. <laughs> I know. Well, you know what's so funny, though? The picture she's drawing of Michael is so funny. Yeah, it's so it's cute, actually. We're jumping all over the place. Yeah. I assume if you've watched, if you're listening to this, you've seen the movie. Because there's no care. way you know what we were talking about yeah. right now. Guess that's our bad. Um, so anyway, they go to the, they all are attending this theater camp. It's called Camp Ovation. Yeah. Based on a real camp, the writer... Of the movie, mm-hmm. I think writer and director. I don't know if he. I didn't look anything up about this movie. I That's how much up. Peyton hates this movie. He I always usually, does a lot I of research. usually look up the writer and director to see if they're queer or not. Um, he is Todd yeah. Graff, and he is. He I is feel queer. like he was slighted by like a straight boy at a theater camp, and this is like. But also, like, why doesn't he punish him? I don't understand. I don't know. I but he said it is based out. on a real camp that he went to yeah. Yeah. when he was younger. Also, that Robert Downey Jr. attended when he was a little boy? Oh, that makes sense. I don't know. I saw that today on YumDB. <laughs> uh, so they all go to this theater camp. Ellen, who's like a loser and can't find a boyfriend, she, <laughs> asked, a loser. she asked her brother to take her to prom. It's really sad. God. You know, watching back this movie, <laughs> I realized how mean my friends and I were about some of the things in it. I was yeah. like, we were bullied. We used to call were you mean Ellen. To Ellen? And we used to call her eyebrows because <laughs> she has bad eyebrows. I think That's she, so mean. she just has prominent eyebrows. They're I just think too she's, dark. I actually don't even think she's that. I think she looks great. I think, I think she's, she's cute. totally fine. Yeah. And that, watching it now at 27, I'm like, we were so mean. <laughs> I don't know why. You should take all we that mean, mean energy about and her point it towards Vlad. And Jill. Jill is like, well, Jill. Okay. Jill's not first cute. And she's all, supposed to be the hot girl, y'all. First of all, Jill's supposed to be the hot girl. Second of all, she's a bad actress. 
<laughs> She's a terrible actress. Yeah. The okay. This Did other I, this I other B plot storyline of Anna Kendrick, who's basically it's basically like a um what's that movie uh single white female type of storyline where she's obsessed with jill she like washes her panties she's like doing all this shit for her her name is fritzy her name is fritzy (laughs) she uh she this is like another one of those things where i feel like it's like a very weird like kind of bad representation of like possibly a queer woman like a lesbian woman anna kendrick also touched on that in an interview oh in recent years she said that um she thinks that her char- that Fritzy was supposed to be like attracted to Jill. Oh, for but sure. But it was just like written in a really bad way. It's re- it's really problematic. But two thousand three people. Yeah, two thousand three. Let's remember. That. Um, Don't hate on me too much. <laughs> Watch everybody hate this movie, except for the except for the portion of theater kids that we got <laughs> who graduated between like two thousand seven and two thousand eleven. Uh, but it is crazy how like talented anna kendrick is even in this movie she's really good especially when you see her next to jill who's like not a great actress um but she uh puts bleach in her uh the girl's drink and the girl gets sick and then she has to go on um oh that famous company. line oh she's like she's fucked i'm ready yes. and the goddamn show must go yes, on yes yes and then she goes out <laughs> she slays line, really, honestly yeah she is really Anna good. is great in this movie she's 16 yeah she also fat shames a girl oh the fat shaming's terrible yeah, in this it's movie. really mean and that girl's really just good. in general I, the fat shaming is good yeah, yeah all of the all of the um campers are really talented i think they yes. probably stole them from like a real theater camp. One thing I want to say about this movie that I think re- is one redeeming quality is that the music and the like the musical the numbers music, are really all good. All numbers are really good. The singing's Turkey really Lurkey good. is lit as fuck. <laughs> it is. I secretly love Turkey Lurkey down low. Love Turkey Lurkey time. Yeah. Um Yeah. It's a crazy movie. Um, Peyton could be done with this podcast right now, by the way. He could be done with this episode right now if I let him. We're at 18 minutes. We're at 18 minutes. And, he, and he's like, I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. Uh, so, yeah. So, so they all go to this camp. Um, so Vlad has this thing where he keeps, like, hitting on Ellen um, and sort of flirting with her. But he's also flirting with Michael. Um he okay michael's so sweet michael's very sweet but i wish he had more like his only storyline is that he's gay and his parents don't approve i know like i need more we deserve more we need to tell yeah ton graph that he it's robin de jesus who went on to win a tony for in the heights oh nice manuel miranda musical oh wow Who, who is he in in the heights i don't know that's, fine. So that, that's the uh, actor who plays michael yeah he nice. wanted he wanted tony um i do like the scene where it's his birthday know, and everyone it? dresses in a drag version of themselves yeah. that's really sweet um a couple people went on to be on broadway sasha allen who plays d she actually was on the voice she's amazing and she's been on broadway and also oh who and else? the girl with the braces that storyline she she she's an amazing she's amazing too that storyline is insane yeah the okay her parents are literally so abusive like her dad wires her jaw jenna shut. 
Yeah. It reminds me, okay, the, a lot of parts of this movie remind me very much of the movie Center Stage. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. I love fucking Stage. love Center Stage. It's, but like, I can see it right now in your DVD collection. It's the yellow DVD with the red with the red yes. writing. Um, it reminds me so much of Center Stage. The initial scene where um, Vlad moves in is like just like when the straight dancer comes in and they're oh God, like, oh my God, he's so beautiful. And then the whole storyline with the wiring her mouth shut, there's like the plus size dancer who's yeah. like on a diet and everything. There's a lot of parallels, but um, sorry, Center Stage that does it better. <laughs> I love Center Stage. I love Center Stage. It could have more queer people. It does have like one queer character and he... Barely. Barely, and he actually breaks his leg and can't dance. In the I like to believe that Zoe Saldana is gay. Yes, they never really <gasps> say anything, but she and comes she off doesn't very have gay a love in that interest movie. Either. No, and she comes off very gay. Mm, I love that. Can- I love that head cannon. Yeah, I'm here for it. You know me. I love head cannons. <laughs> um, yeah, I very much agree with that. Um, what are we talking about? Oh, I also want to talk about the, like, failed playwright character. Oh, my God. Who is, like, running the camp, and he's, like, an alcoholic. He has the... I did not know that there could be degrees to Bert how bad Hanley. a soul Bet patch it. could be. Yeah. Oh, his my God. Literally the smallest amount of hair. soul patch is the <laughs> worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It's the size of, like, a pinky nail. Yeah. <laughs> it's so gross. He's an alcoholic. Um, he's the one that, like... Vlad saves the camp from basically because he's like y'all are he basically takes down everyone and says like he uses the f word and like calls like um Ellen a hag an f word hag and then yeah and so he's just all he's basically like y'all um this is not real life. This camp is not real life. Yeah, What's going to realistically happen is that you're not going to be successful. You're going to all end up being servers and this leads nowhere and it gives you false hope that you're all going to make it yeah. and that life is all dandy and everyone's looking at him like, what? <laughs> what? No. Oh. Um, and so that's like his big pivotal yeah. moment as an actor, I guess. Yeah. Could give two fucks. <laughs> so then when Vlad saves the day, he like steals his music and then they use that to put together the... Which is a banger. The final. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. But it's also like. Do you want to come out <laughs> and play, play the game? It's, it's never too late. It is. It's, the music is great. Yeah. I like the song they sing uh, that the girl with braces sings at the end, too. Oh. It reminds the me, best song? It reminds me of Camp Rock when um the one character sings the I'm Here song or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I think that's the best song I really like the movie. That. Yeah. And I love her voice. I think it's, it's unique. so beautiful. Here's where I stand. Here's who I am. Yeah. Yes. Help me, but don't tell me who I have to be. In high school, like, all of the girls wanted that to be their, like, senior showcase song. It's beautiful. One girl got it. Can we sing it as a duet? I would love to. Um, wow. <laughs> oh. Trying to fuck me up on this <laughs> Tuesday afternoon. Thanks. Um, I, I also want to talk about uh, this storyline where they do Dream Girls and, El- and oh. Ellen plays Effie. I do. I, it doesn't make me as mad as it probably should. One, her wig is hilarious. Two, I think they're making a commentary on like community theater where like white people end up playing black people parts. We've all been there. I was in a production of The Wiz as a white person. Um, but it definitely does bear mentioning, I feel. Yeah. 
What character did you play? I played uh, one of the crows and also one of the munchkins. Nice. Um, My little munchkin man. That's me. Um, I also want to talk about the scene where Michael and Vlad are talking, and Vlad's like, I basically know what it's like to be gay because I have OCD. Oh my god, that part is so annoying. <laughs> Vlad's like, the whole time, basically, people are like, Vlad, you're perfect, okay? You're special, and, he's and you're like, perfect. No, and he's I'm like, not. I'm not perfect. I have OCD. Yeah, literally. He goes, um, I have OCD. He does have like a crazy case of it where he like counts all yeah, the... Yeah, he's like 29, 11, 104, <laughs> 20... And I'm like, shut up. It's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact about old Deb, co-host of Queer Movie Night, I have a... <laughs> old Deb. Old Deb. I have a... What's she up to? <laughs> What's she up to? Um, trying not to fart. Currently, <laughs> <laughs> you want the real answer. <laughs> what I was gonna say the is that I have, queer movie I have like a mild case of what he has. Actually, oh. um, not many people well, know. I don't feel bad for you, <laughs> but I do. I do like see patterns and yeah, in words, and then count them out in my head. It used to be worse when I was little, um, and when I was a teenager, it was really bad. But I've never been on medication for it it's never yeah. like affected my life yeah. um it's I better now as an adult but yeah. i do what he has is real yeah. well, i don't i'm not trying also, to minimize his experience but it is not comparable no. to homophobia no it's not and actually yeah. the fact that he's like the straight white male and he's like you have no idea i go through so much yeah. i have ocd it's like yeah. mm, no no your life does <laughs> your struggles do not at all compare to michael's yeah yeah for sure who was literally just like beaten with that with an inch within an inch of his life yeah. at prom because he went to prom in a yeah, dress dressed in drag yeah yeah mm. i don't know i no, that was not me just to be clear for the listeners that was not me like oh, saying yeah, yeah, oh no. he has issues i'm just giving you a little bit of a fun fact about me <laughs> oh <Deb. laughs> i struggle so much y'all like i count the letters and like words i and also I also want to say, I'm not sure what this movie's stance is on Vlad's sexuality, but if you are reading the movie as Vlad being bisexual, then it's also like very problematic because it's like painting bisexuals as like promiscuous and like hooking up with different people and lying about like dating people. Yeah, Ellen says, and Ellen says that to fucking- Michael. There's no such thing as bisexuality, you know. Yeah. That that whole this whole thing is just like to me I'm going to ex- it comes from like I, a very specific so, time so and age. Yeah. Yes. It's like so 2003. Yeah. So I guess my statement on this film altogether is that I chose it more um because of its sentimental value For sure. and it's like shaping of my upbringing and finding my own voice as a as mm-hmm. like a queer person and as a performer but I by no means like look at it like oh this is the epitome of what of like all that is right and people making like great art that represent the queer community and I think it's like not good in that in that way. For sure. But also you have to go into this movie knowing that it is it is an indie film. It's like a cult only movie. Mm-hmm. It didn't have a huge budget, huge production value, and it was made in two thousand three. Yeah. But it was made and written by a queer person mm-hmm. and it, it is a you know I think that's part of why I'm mad too 
Because like it should have been better because a queer yeah. person wrote it. Yes. Yeah. And I'm wondering how much influence like a studio or somebody had on like maybe uh, um, developing Vlad's character more and maybe sort of downplaying other characters that we could have seen. Like what 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 did initial draft of this story look like? I'm interested in seeing, but I think I'm not mad that we did that we're doing the movie because I think it's important, especially because you had that experience with it. I think that if yeah. I had if I had seen this movie earlier on in my life, it would have been a similar experience, and I would be viewing it differently in hindsight. In hindsight, in hindsight, yeah, you got it right. it's also just a fun movie, though. Especially yeah. if you're if you love theater, yeah, it's a it's a great it movie. Yeah, it's, it's like, a for for musical theater lovers. Yeah, and I think that's another part of me that's upset because, like, on paper, I should be in love with everything about this movie. Like, it's everything that I am. Like, I love musical theater. I grew up doing it. I went to theater camp. I did all this kind of stuff. Um, did you have a Vlad? I did, yeah. Oh, no. For sure. Um, and, yeah, that was a formative experience for me. Do you for want sure. me to kill him? Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, okay. But I take that very seriously. I'm going to Google him. What's his name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Google him. Um, well, okay, but you had a Vlad, which means the story. Yeah, you think I have a personal vendetta? No. Well, could be. No, but you had a Vlad, so the story in the movie is not completely unrealistic. True. Um, I mean, it wasn't the exact same situation, but it was a similar situation for sure. Um, And my... I don't think my experience colors my opinion on it. Maybe it does, subconsciously, because uh, my situation, the other person was closeted and not... Okay. Quote unquote straight. <laughs> but Love then that. I don't think, even though I hate Vlad's character and like I think that he deserves to be punished at the end of the movie, I also feel that he wasn't written in a way where he's a fully realized person. And I think that he should have been more nuanced and had. I don't know. He he. We're never actually given a such um, an explanation for like why he manipulates people and like. He literally says every time someone says, "Why did you do that?" Like, like probably in regards know. to him kissing like, them because yeah. he kisses everybody. He always just goes, "I don't know why I did that. I don't know." But he does say at some point, he's like, "I just I wanted." I I, this is what like you me. want. Yeah. Or he says it to Ellen and then he says it to Michael at the very end yeah. in the water scene when he's like, I just thought this is what you want. And I just want you to be happy. But also so that's a bullshit too. It is bullshit. Especially when he talks to Ellen and, and he's like, oh you never God. asked me if I was dating anyone. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. When his up. girlfriend You're shows going up around and everyone's kissing like, people. What? You're going around kissing people. That's not a situation where it's like, Oh, you didn't ask me if I'm dating anyone. No. Um, yeah, that's a terrible answer. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, you didn't. It's like, <laughs> whatever. And she's like, you didn't ask me. Oh, you just assumed I wouldn't be dating. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that one, that Michael and Ellen forgive him at the end. And two, that Ellen decides to date him. The ending is bad. Yeah. The ending, the very, very last scene is yeah. pretty bad. It should have been. I would be curious how this movie with the same 
premise, mm-hmm. same characters, how it would be written today. Today, I think it would be. I did so much. See different. that the director was trying to make a sequel, and had a GoFundMe going in 2018. Wow. Wait, is it 2018 or 2019? It's 2018 right now, but oh it will God. be 2019. That's in January. Um, but apparently, <laughs> but apparently the like website link doesn't work anymore. So maybe oh. he like decided not to. Mm. But I'd be curious because I, I would think be there's, interested there's to see if the there. sequel is better. The, yeah. It's I just mean, the actual. Yeah, I think that if the characters were written with more nuance and more sort of, I think a little bit more care. Yeah, yeah. Then it could have been something better. Yeah. It could have been more well thought. Bad. Yeah. But but there were I did enjoy the musical yeah, numbers. Loves I did enjoy a lot of stuff about it. I think it bears mentioning that Stephen Sondheim does make an appearance he in the movie. Does <laughs> I, it's it's a shocking moment. Yeah, <laughs> because it what in the bunk uh, they have like one of the one of the campers has Stephen Sondheim. Maybe it's Michael uh, picture, a photo of him framed. Yeah, and, and Vlad somebody goes, says something. Who is about, that? Like, is that your Sondheim? dad? And they're like, Oh my god, it's Stephen Sondheim, a fucking idiot. <laughs> And then Stephen Sondheim shows up at the end, and everybody yeah. loses their shit. It's funny. Do you like Stephen Sondheim? So before, I love Stephen Sondheim. Peyton was saying he doesn't like Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. How do you feel about Stephen Sondheim? I love him. I think, I, I think hands down, he's like, I want to say hands down, I think he's the best musical theater writer ever. Ever heard yeah. it here in, first. In my show. opinion, um, Nick, yeah. who's your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> I know mine. Who's Elton yours? John. <laughs> no, because so he write El- Aida. He wrote Aida, which is a fucking banger of a musical. Yeah, no, yeah. Elton John is not my favorite. Um, I was going to say Paul Williams. Paul Williams. But, uh, he, he wrote the music for the Muppets. Yeah, I think he mostly does like movies and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, it's true. He did Fame of the Paradise and the Muppets. And mm. all, so. oh, He's yeah. also in Smokey the Bandit. Oh. Ooh. Look at that. I'm trying. I don't really think I have a favorite. Um, this isn't really plot centric, but I do want to talk about, first of all, Jill's room. It's ridiculous. No one would have that room at oh camp. Oh my God, I know. And Fritzy's bed was just this like lumpy also, twin bed with a brown com- with a brown blanket and a cross above her bed. Yeah, I was like, I didn't notice the cross until the second time I watched it. And I was like, oh, I guess Fritzy's religious. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen that tie into her character a little bit more somewhere, but maybe they were like making like a, like a Carrie sort of reference for her. Like she was, I don't know. Maybe. Either way, Jill sucks. Jill sucks. I <laughs> The outfit that she wears. Okay. She straight up tries to have sex with Vlad. I think she does. Do they have sex? I think it's heavily implied. Oh. They're, they kiss on her bed and then fall. And then it's like oh. scene change. Okay. Um, also, the outfit she's wearing is so 2003, so but bad. also so terrible. Well, the notes. It's the jean skirt yeah. with like the, um, the like little, what's it called? The flaps are like not dyed. Flaps, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> flaps, that's right. Flaps. And she has like a one shoulder top with that like frilly piece that runs down it. It's really bad. Gross. I love the note that she slips in before he goes to her Oh room. yeah, what's it say? It says, I have a fantastic surprise for you tonight. And it's all like in that like fat font that like yeah. teenage girls, <laughs> like how their handwriting looks. It's like really, you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. that fat handwriting. Um, 
Yeah, I have a fantastic surprise for you, and it's just that she's gonna, gonna boink him. Yeah, she's gonna That's it. ride his dick, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also want to talk about the moment when she's like bullying Ellen, and and Ellen's like, "It must be so hard oh, to like so put bad. so much makeup on." <laughs> and she's like, Tell "I me. like to put a little effort into like making myself look presentable." And then she says, <laughs> "She says like um, people have been using." products to make themselves look better for since 2000 bc or something for the opposite sex <laughs> for the last like couple thousand years the, yeah the couple thousand years, like, what about uh, as long as then? we've been on earth yeah he was like and she's like whatever all of it Ugh. and then the the gays have the worst like comeback they're like are you cinderella's sister yeah <laughs> 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 this movie's rough um, I don't think I, oh, I do want to say, um, bring up, uh, during the Romeo and Juliet when Michael's parents don't show up and he starts quoting Maria from West Side Story. Yeah. How many bullets do you know? He is, he's good in it though. Yeah, like, he is good I like and Michael. I really like him. I just wish his character was like more well utilized. Like I wish he was given a different, more of a storyline besides like his parents don't accept him and... Like, it's hard being gay. I wish that there was more... We're supposed to believe that he and Ellen are best friends, but we hardly see them together at all. I just wish that there was more content, more, like, something concrete to, like, make it... Like, literally, Vlad is the main character of the story, just by how the plot goes. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't sit right with me. Nobody wants that. (laughs) Nobody wants that. Nobody wants a straight white boy as the lead character of this queer camp movie. Vlad the Bad. Vlad the Bad. Apparently he's also in another movie, like another gay movie, my friend Michael was telling me. Really? Something like The Wondrous Life of Ethan Green or something. That sounds Um, right. But yeah. So I guess he plays gay in that. Princess lady. (laughs) No, I am. Oh, here it is. Here's a picture. Oh, okay. Something. Um, they also have a sports counselor there that never gets used. Even though, oh, also it's ridiculous when Vlad moves into the the camp and he takes out like every single sports ball you've ever seen. It's like he takes out a soccer ball, a basketball, a football. It's like, okay, fucking we go get home. It. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. You do sports and you're a skateboarder. Oh, and when he's a trying to apologize to Michael and he's like taking his clothes off. Uh, I'm I'm just I just hate him so much. I'm sorry. That's okay. You're totally entitled to that. <laughs> and it's totally fine. Um, I didn't expect... Oh, well, actually, when we started the podcast yeah. l- many moons ago, I think I said, like, I'm going to choose camp. And you were like, I fucking hate that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so we knew this day would come. So we knew this day would come. And it's coming. I think we're better for it. <laughs> <laughs> really? You know? <laughs> Do you think we're going to stop being friends now? No. I just kicked your mic. I'm Maybe, so sorry. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is for, uh, yeah. I don't um, do know. you want to say anything else in defense or just in general things that you? I think about I've this said movie? my piece. Yeah. If you love theater and you're willing to put all the bad stuff aside, which is most <laughs> of the movie, um, it is on currently. It's on Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu. That's um, how I watched it. 
I do recommend watching it's it. It's so I ridiculous. absolutely do re- recommend watching it, especially in a party setting with some friends, lots of snacks. I think it's fun. Yeah, you have to have snacks if like, you're ever there. Yeah, what, what snacks? Um, definitely cheese balls. Cheese balls. Um, oh, chips and dip. Chips and dip. Uh, <laughs> pizza nachos, rolls. Oh, pizza rolls, yes. Tos- um, Tostino's pizza rolls. Ooh, a veggie platter. This. People love broccoli and like cucumbers in that little ranch sauce. I'm really on into ranch right now. <laughs> I feel like there's something, something like, okay, this is weird. But Kayla and I were on our honeymoon in France and we were both by the end of our trip. We're not ranch girls at all. Okay. I need you to know that. We okay. don't, don't even have it in our house. Never even been near a ranch. Have you ever been to a ranch style home? I have. Um, not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but toward the end of our trip, we were like, I, I was like, I am craving ranch because I saw one of those Tasty Made videos with, I think it was a ranch fountain. Uh-huh. This is disgusting. <laughs> and people were dipping pizza in it. And I was like, fuck. And uh, Kayla was like, oh my God, I want some ranch too. So he went to Wingstop, which Wingstop is trash, but they have the best fries and the best ranch. Was that ranch. in France or here when you came No. Back? The day. <laughs> I was like, Wingstop in Paris? The day. This makes us sound so trashy, but everybody knows. For, <laughs> Yeah, wing stoop. Uh, uh, wing stop. This oui. is terrible. I need everybody to know. I think most people know because they're our friends. We Kayla's an excellent cook. We yes, don't, yes, We yes. eat well, but we were like just craving like the dirtiest, grossest American <laughs> food. And we went to Wingstop the day after we got back, and they have the best ranch. And ever since, like, we feel broken. We bought ranch <laughs> for our home, and now I'm just like finding a way to eat ranch. Why did I start talking about this? Um, I d- honestly don't remember. <laughs> Oh, veggie platter. Oh, veggie platter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you guys ever dipped <laughs> uncooked broccoli into, or carrots? All that shit's good. Ah, <laughs> uh, I love it. I'm going to have French when I leave here. <laughs> <laughs> By the spoonful. Um, <laughs> any other thoughts about the movie <laughs> before we rate? No, I'm sorry. No, um, I think this was fun. I wasn't apologizing about picking it. I was going to say I'm sorry to Ellen for calling her eyebrows for so oh, many yeah, years. Oh, yeah, you should apologize to her. Um, is she her on eyebrows Broadway? Is she doing bad. anything? I th- actually, last I checked, she's um, she's a, a drama teacher at a high school. Oh, wow. Which was like what I thought I wanted to do for many years, actually. Another oh, wow. fun fact about me, I have OCD, and I wanted to be a drama teacher. I think, I don't know. I could do that, or yeah. I thought about it, and then I decided to just move to Chicago and try <laughs> try my hand at comedy instead. Look at me now. Wildly unpaid, but doing shows every night. <laughs> For no one. Yeah, I'm going to say that... This is uh, turning sad. Sorry. <laughs> uh, moving on to the Vita Rosa test, um, a test that gauges a queer representation in film. I'm going to say that it probably doesn't pass. Uh, mm-hmm. At least for my taste. So the first, uh, there's three rules. One, it has to include queer identifying characters, which yes, it does. So it does pass that. The second, the queer characters have to have um, personality quirks, traits um, besides being gay. I really don't think this passes. It seems like it's maybe like there's a few things, but. I, I would say Michael's the most fully developed queer character in the movie. Um, and you could say, like, he's, like, a nice person and he's a good friend and he's, like, a hopeless romantic, maybe. So maybe you could say that that passes, but I think it's a slim pass, if at all. And I also think that if you're 
Uh, the third rule is if you remove the queer characters from the film, it would change the plot significantly. I think that if you remove Michael from the film, it could really still go on. It could just be a love story between yeah. Ellen and yeah. Vlad. Yeah. Or replaced him with a wants. replaced him with a straight girl, replaced him with somebody else. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I really don't think it passes the Vita Rosa test. Um, and then we come to our, our rating system, which is the Kinsey scale, um, which is zero for completely heterosexual and six for completely homosexual. Here at Queer Movie Night, the better we think the movie it is, the gayer it is. Um, should I rate first or you? Oh, I'm going to do, okay. For, I'm going to rate, mm, personally, Yeah, it'll always be high on my personal yeah, list yeah you can do a personal one and then a, a personal one i'd one. say like a five i don't know why this movie yeah. i've seen it so many times it just always remains a fave yeah. i have it on dvd I watch it all the time um if we're talking about like <laughs> rating for the public <laughs> one yeah is that what you would say yeah i want to say i want to give it a zero just because i so <laughs> much hate it oh, but i know i do want i would give it like a one or two because there is that visibility. There are queer characters. I love the scene um, with the birthday and everybody's like dresses and drag. I love the cute little black boy dresses, like a little and it grandma. It's funny too. It's funny. It's a funny movie. Yeah. The music's great. Yeah, it does represent queer people. And if I had seen it when it came out when I was thirteen, I would have definitely been thankful that I saw it because it had queer characters in it, and I hadn't seen that before. Um, but I just don't think. It does its job well enough to um, to showcase uh, positive queer representation, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I think it's problematic. So, as you guys know, the holidays are coming up. So, what I would like to suggest for uh, co-host Peyton is that you find camp merchandise. You find things that have to do with this movie, and <laughs> you send it all to Peyton. Um, I know that he would thank you for it, and. <laughs> Honestly, um, honestly, if if um, the would, listeners send me camp merchandise, I will wear it and I will post it on Instagram. I wonder if there's anything. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna have Vlad, the actor who plays Vlad. You're gonna he's gonna, I'm gonna send me Facebook a message? message him. To send you a message and be like, my my friend Peyton is such a huge fan of camp. I'm sorry you get this. Probably get this all the time. But could you please send him something and then maybe sign it off like Santa? <laughs> like... I don't know, something like that. He loves your character, and he thought you were super attractive in the movie. Are you friends with him on Facebook? I am. So, uh, it's going to be difficult to promote this episode. I'm oh. still going to tag him on Instagram. Oh, I forgot about that. I mean, he, maybe okay. I don't pop up into his news feed. People have, like, I mean, we have, like, thousands of Facebook yeah. friends, but... I don't know. I'd be happy to Whoop. hear his feedback on the podcast for sure. Um, we could have him as a guest. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So uh, follow us on Queer Movie Night at, uh, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Email us uh, your thoughts at queermovienight at gmail.com. Uh, like, rate, and subscribe us. If you want to follow me, I'm at Peyton Cody Lynch on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm Deborah Duncan on Twitter and Deborah D. Beck on Instagram. Make sure you catch us doing some hot improv at uh, uh, with Dreamboat on Fridays <laughs> at 8 o'clock at Iowa Chicago Theater. Yeah, and I'll just be, like, around doing stuff. Uh, I'll, 
Uh, yeah, we'll post about Deborah's <laughs> other shows and stuff too. Oh no! <laughs> hey, Peyton, what are we doing next? Well, next, uh, in a couple weeks, we're going to be bringing you a special holiday episode. And it is our final episode of the season. Yeah, before we take a little hiatus and then come back with some more hot, hot movies. Yeah. Um, We have a special guest, Kate Royal, uh, one of my personal friends, and she's bringing her favorite movie, Carol. Carol. (gasps) I'm so excited. It's going to be a good one. Okay, guys, you sat through camp. Get ready for Carol. We couldn't have picked a better movie to follow this garbage movie that, is that so I true. made all of you listen to and made Peyton watch. Yeah, you guys deserve Carol. You sat through this one. It's going to be considered a Christmas present. It's considered a Christmas present from us to yeah. you. So keep it queer, y'all. Ooh, keep it queer, y'all. Keep it queer, y'all. Keep it queer, y'all. <laughs> I'm going to go buy stamps. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.